0: Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Welcome to episode 86 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel of Quilters Candy, and this week I'm actually... I don't know, sometimes I wonder if I get a little too vulnerable, but um, but I'm going to. So I recently was diagnosed with and started medication for ADHD inattentive. And that has started me down the rabbit hole of studying about ADHD, becoming obsessed with it, which turns out is a part of ADHD. And there is a lot that goes into this correlation between entrepreneurs and people with ADHD. In fact, I've mentioned it just a couple of times with my audience, and I have definitely gotten interest where people are like, that's me, that's me, I'm undiagnosed, but I guarantee that's me or I am diagnosed. And my goal and hope is to eventually have someone on the show who's a specialist to talk more about this, So I I want to talk about it today, just my experience and things that I've learned in this brief little time. Know that I am not an expert. I am just someone who's going through it. And there are some interesting things that I'm excited to talk about, especially because there is a higher percentage of people, hmm, how do I say this? I guess people with ADHD tend to gravitate towards entrepreneurship, which makes sense when we dive down there, down that path and talk about it. But before I dive in, I also, speaking of, I don't know, being vulnerable, sharing all the things. So the podcast is a listening experience. You are, you know, the sound quality is big for you, listeners. And I listened a couple of weeks ago and noticed that I I just sounded a little different. And it's so... Not to like, oh, TMI, you know, too much information, but I have been struggling with some autoimmune issues for months now. In fact, not ideal, but I'm going on my third month of prednisone. And so what this manifests, one of the ways it does is mouth sores for me. I would not bring this up. However, it has affected the podcast experience for you listeners. Hopefully, not bad. And if you didn't notice, please don't go back and re-listen and like, oh, sure enough. You know, I will say if you listen this week, I'm hoping this is the last week and that the mouth heals and I don't deal with this moving forward, but it might be another week or two where I just sound a little different. But I did notice if you listen at one and a half speed or two speed, it's not so bad. So give that a try. Um, but it also has led me to down a path that I would not normally go. I am going to, and I've started doing an anti-inflammation diet, which has been interesting. So I we will see. We'll see how this goes. My goal is to do it for at least a month. I'd love for it to become a new lifestyle habit. Um, And, you know, I'll be seeing a specialist and whatnot, but we'll see if I end up wanting to share more about that and the effects of that. If it's something that you're at all interested in as an audience, please let me know. Uh, But yeah, so that's a little bit about if you're wondering, and maybe you didn't notice at all, but I sure did notice when I listened. I'm like, oh no, you could tell. So there's that little behind the scenes of Elizabeth and (laughs) my health. But speaking of my health, I guess we are on this topic. It is up close and personal. So I recently was diagnosed with ADHD inattentive. And before, I mean, just a brief summary when I grew up, it was like there was ADD, and that was what we now call ADHD inattentive. And then there was ADHD, which was attention deficit hyper hyperactive. And that's where you'd picture people like not being able to hold still. Well, ADD is kind of done away with. And now they're both called ADHD. And you either just put hyperactive or inattentive, or there's one that's combined. That's both. So I am the inattentive type. And... It's just very interesting to read how many people are successful entrepreneurs who have this. So my goal of this entire episode is to empower you that there might be things in your life that you feel like are a disadvantage or a hindrance or are really frustrating and get in the way of your success. But I want to invite you to look at it differently that your disadvantage could actually possibly be the thing that sets you apart and gives you an advantage. So I'll talk about this in regards to ADHD inattentive. However, there's also a book called David and Goliath. It's, it is actually not about, it's not like a biblical book. Uh, It's by Malcolm Gladwell. And he talks about this very thing, how people who have this seemingly on the outside disadvantage it ends up being an advantage that helps them succeed. So let's take a look at what ADHD has looked like for me in my life. I will say since being diagnosed, starting medication, I've gone all in, like obsessed with learning more about ADHD. And it's been somewhat odd. I feel naked, like... How did you know that about me? Or a little bit like wait a minute. Am I still me? I feel like the things you're describing were things that I thought were part of my personality, but it turns out it's ADHD. So where does Elizabeth end and where does ADHD begin? Because it's it it's like it's me. I am this thing. So anyhow, I'm very new to all of this and I'm still <laughs> figuring out how I feel about it all and and i just started medication a couple weeks ago and i will say i was really hoping that it would be a cure all and that i would all of a sudden not have these things but that hasn't been the case it's been great so we'll talk we'll talk about that so first of all let's talk about examples from my life ways that looking back i'm like oh yeah sure enough oddly i don't remember a ton about my childhood, my earliest memories of it begin in college. So who knows, maybe, maybe that's when it really started manifesting itself in my life. But in college, oh, bless myself back then. So okay, a very, I was very ambitious. But I, you know, wanted to jump in and do all the things, but the follow through was really lacking. So I volunteered to be the president of the college of humanities and that meant a few things i had some meetings some club parties i'd meet with the dean of the college i highly respected the dean of the college i understand that position and respect it and to like get to meet one-on-one with the dean in his office it was a very cool like i was very humbled to do it but there were multiple times that I forgot that I had a meeting with the Dean. That's a big deal. Like you don't just miss a meeting There's You don't do that, you know, but I did. And it wasn't for lack of caring. It was lack of organization, whatever you want to call it. And it was so frustrating because I was like, oh my gosh, just pull yourself together. Just get organized. But, um, but alas, it would happen. Another time in college, I was working with a friend and we had the night shift at the library and we were finishing up and he lived close enough to walk and I had driven my car and I was like, hey, just wait here. I'll come pick you up. I'm going to go get my car. I'll pick you up and bring you home. So I walked to my car. Meanwhile, lose my train of thought, hopped in my car, head home. Thankfully, I had a cell phone that was like a new thing. And he had to go back into the library. He called me on my cell phone. He's like, hey, are you coming? I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. I forgot. <laughs> how? How does a person do that? Like, I literally just said, and it wasn't him asking. It was me initiating. Like, no, no, let me do this for you. And I just forgot. I don't know. It was not my normal routine. I forgot. Again, not for lack of caring, not trying to be rude, nothing, just, just forgot. Then another time, a college professor, I remember going in and I don't, it was an English literature class and I had to turn in a project and I totally always procrastinated, still do to this day. And I remember chatting with her and she was like, I just feel like you don't care about this project. I feel like you threw it together at the last minute and you just don't care. And I, I, If I didn't cry then, I know I cried at some point because it hurts so deep. Like I cared and I wanted that approval so much from that teacher, but I don't, I don't know how else to describe it, except nothing forces me like a deadline, you know, like if, if there is no deadline, I wouldn't do it. Um, and I don't know if that's past tense or present tense. I'm going to venture to say present tense. So it, it hurt. It hurt deeply that she would say, I, you don't care. Because I did care. Uh, But she also had it partly right, you know, that I had done it at the last minute. And it just crushed me that that looked like to her that I didn't care. Then uh, fast forward a bit. And I had a trip planned with a friend. I mean, this has actually cost me relationships in my life. And we had planned a trip together. Well, we were going going to plan a trip. It was like, okay, Tuesday night, eight o'clock. I'm gonna come over, and we're gonna plan this trip. And I forgot, and she was so deeply hurt. She just couldn't wrap her head around the fact. She's like, if you wanted to go on this trip with me, you would not have forgotten about this. And that just isn't wasn't the case, you know. Um, I mean, it's very odd in my brain. Even I get frazzled when people are like, hey, see you Friday at two. I don't know what Friday at two is. And sometimes I like, I have to look at my, it could be my birthday, you know, like I'm throwing my own birthday party Friday at two. But for whatever reason, when someone just says the date and the time, it throws me in this panic deer in the headlights, like what? And then I'll look at the calendar and literally I've had people like, do you not want to do that thing? Like, did you remember? I'm like, no, no, no. I actually totally am excited about that. I want to go. Like, I just didn't put it together. What, that 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 was this Friday at two, or sometimes I'll double book stuff like okay, Friday at two, I have this, and then on the 13th, I have this at two, and then it's not until that morning or 1 30 and it's almost two o'clock, and I realize, whoa, this is the same day I double booked this thing. Oh no, um, so that's another way that it's manifested itself. Another is my husband. Brad, bless his heart, he really has to take on a lot of what's traditionally like the female role. And when I say bless him, I don't mean that as in like, oh, bless him. You know, great. Husbands are totally capable. That's awesome. Um, What I do feel bad about is my lack of ability to help more because he is caring a lot. And I'd really like to help more with that. And there have been a couple of times where he has said, this is really hard for me. I have to keep track of all of the kids' schedules and all of the teacher emails and organizing life, basically. And that's hard, you know, as a spouse, as a mother, as a wife. Really deeply hard. That I I am not proud of that. That's, you know, I don't want that to be our reality, especially when I see so many other people, you know, who just handle it and are able to do these things and multitask and be at all the events. And my reality is I just have less on my plate, you know, and, and so that, that's hard, but, um, but we're going to talk about how this can be a good thing. So let's hang in there. Uh, but the tipping point actually this summer, the reason I finally made an appointment, like I've had my suspicions for years, that I have struggled with ADHD. Uh, siblings of mine have it, have been diagnosed, medicated, uh, offspring of mine. But this summer, my son was going to football camp and one day uh, we carpool, you know, I, I, whenever I can, I carpool, which also leads to some issues with ADHD. Oh boy. But, um, But we carpool. And one day my friend needed a ride. My son wasn't going, but I want to help when I can, because, you know, we all give and take here. It takes a village. So I help out when I can, because sometimes I lean on them. So she said, hey, can you pick my son up? Two o'clock at school. Yes, yes, I can, I said. So fast forward to four o'clock that night, and it I'm driving, so I don't even know what. I just was like, oh, no, I did not. I totally forgot. And I felt so bad because my kid wasn't there, so it looked like I don't care about their kid if my kid's not there. So I call, and her son is so quiet, and just he didn't even tell his mom that I didn't show up. He had to walk in the hot Texas summer heat in the dead of the afternoon on a busy, busy road that's not safe from school to home over a mile. And... I was crushed. I felt like the scum of the earth. It put me in a dark place. And I was like, I cannot live life like this. And it's it's sad that it takes having this experience with someone else's child, you know, when it's not just my own life, but someone else's child where I'm like, this can't go on. I actually need to get some help. And they couldn't get me in for months. And I was like, sure, I've waited 40 years <laughs> What's another four months? So um, that was the tipping point for me. But with all of those things, right? So those all sound like not so great. You know, and they're not. Like, I don't want to kid you and say that having ADHD is a superpower and it's amazing and there's only positives. As with anything in life, there it's a double-edged sword. There are two sides to the coin. Uh, there's always going to be opposition. There's going to be good and bad. So... What's fascinating, however, is that a lot of these traits that can be very troubling in life can actually really be beneficial to starting a business. So let's go, I'll go into what some of the traits are of ADHD. Uh, But first, I will say it was very odd taking this, um, I don't know, intake survey, if you will, with the doctor. One of the questions was, do you struggle with math? I was like, what? What? How did you know? Yes, I do. And another was talking about anger outbursts, which again, I was, I've taken medication to help with my emotions for years. And it's not even anxiety. It's more like this bomb goes off and I need to lengthen that fuse so that there's a little bit longer of a fuse before the bomb goes off. And then when the bomb goes off, let's make it a little smaller, you know? Um. So it turns out that's part of ADHD as well. Like just all of these things that I are putting this puzzle together, like, wait, what that is related. And that like, I just had no idea. So things that are common with people who have ADHD. One is actually a hyper focus. So sometimes people think with ADHD, it's a lack of focus that it's an inability to focus when it's actually the opposite. It's so zoning in on t- and tuning out the rest of the world that you just forget like me hopping, you know, offering my friend a ride after work, getting in my car. I was so focused on whatever else I was thinking about that. I forgot about this other thing and that's, true. I mean, I get in the zone to where I get really upset if people interrupt me. I'm like, I am in the zone. Do you not see this? So learning some coping strategies of like, if I'm working and I'm going to be in the zone, put a little sign on the door saying, I'm working right now. Please come back later. Uh, So hyper focus. And we can see how this would be a pro in a business. You get so zoned in, you become obsessed. If you cannot tell... I'm obsessed with business, like the books that I read, the things that I think about and obsess over, it's business. I'm hyper focused. My husband doesn't get it. I will forget to eat. I'll be doing something and forget to eat. And I'll be like, oh, I feel like lightheaded. Why do I feel weird? Oh my gosh. When did I eat last? He's like, what? You are joking. There is no way you forget to eat. I'm like, uh, you don't really like you're never just in the zone. He's like, nope, absolutely not. So that hyper-focus, that hyper-activity, it can really help you when you are focusing on your business, that you just become obsessed, head down. That's what you're doing. Uh, Number two, impulsivity. Again, oh my gosh, I'm reading this or listening to this book, ADHD 2.0, which was a suggestion from one of my Instagram followers. I don't remember who, but thank you for that one. It was very good. One of the best actually. So if you feel like you have ADHD or or you do, I highly recommend that and having your loved ones read it as well. So my husband doesn't know it, but I want him to listen to that. <laughs> Surprise. But um, yeah, okay. He talks about in that book, he uses the phrase, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me say, I, now I'm getting them mixed up because he says a little different. So he says the term fire ready aim. Like if you were to take a gun, someone's ADHD, you don't normally someone aim. What is it? Aim. (laughs) I can't think of it. You want to point your gun first, make sure it's focused and then shoot it. Well, with ADHD, you shoot it and then you aim and you focus. And so that's a phrase that I've said before. And now for the life of me, I cannot think of what it is. Ready, aim, fire. There we are. Ready, aim, fire. So for me, it's fire, ready, aim. And the author of ADHD 2.0 literally used that phrase. Again, I was like, I feel very naked right now. Like, how did you know this about me? That's even a phrase that I use. Like you're, you're literally stealing the words right out of my mouth. So impulsivity, how can that benefit a business owner? I've also mentioned this on the podcast before, didn't know it was a thing with ADHD, but I have seen with my students in the past, this struggle where they do nothing, either the eternal student who takes a course after course, after course, they know all the things, but they don't jump in and do it, or they get paralyzed with, uh, too many options or the fear of what if, what if, what if you've just got to jump in and do the thing, just do it. And then if it doesn't go well, try it again, learn, study, evaluate, you just have to do it. Like there has to be action. And if you don't ever take that action, you just, you never grow, you never learn, you never fail, you never succeed, you just, you nothing, you know? And so turns out that this impulsivity is a big pro for entrepreneurs. And it has helped people. I mean, I'm sure it's also really been detrimental. But for the people who've been very successful, uh, it's, it's been amazing. And then one that I don't know, if any of you listeners can think of how this would help now I'm like, I will think of something. So another attribute is attention deficit. This is the lack of attention to detail. You know what? And I can think why this would be a pro. Obviously, this is a con because you're not paying attention to the details. In fact, I will tell you a story today of what happened with me, which is so hilarious because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast episode on ADHD. And then boom, right in my face, this thing happens. I'm like, oh, Elizabeth, come on, like, just pull it together. You're even on medication. This shouldn't be happening. But no, it does. So Attention to detail, the attention deficit, my spelling, not great, uh, the story, which is coming up. However, just now sitting there, like, how could this be positive? I totally can see how this is positive. I've mentioned before, you need to be okay with putting out B minus C plus work. And a lot of you perfectionists out there are like, nope, not going to do it. That Even just hearing that or saying that makes me want to vomit here's the deal. It's one of that, it's kind of like that impulsivity. You just have to do it. Just put it out there. And once it's out there, you'll tweak it. It'll get better, but you've got to just initially put it out there. And yes, there are going to be people who are like, Oh, the spelling's wrong. Or, Oh, that, that means you're going to sew on the bias and it's going to be wonky or whatever. You know, there's going to be people telling you that you're doing it wrong. Yes, there always will be, but you will also find your people. And you will get sales and you will grow an audience. And so you just, you cannot move forward if you're so scared about the details and getting everything perfect. So being able to let go of that a little bit allows you to grow. Does the growth look beautiful and polished? Not necessarily, at least not when you're talking about ADHD and the things that we're talking about here, but my goodness, it gets you going. It gets you growing that business. So, the story, which I'm glad I remembered this because, you know, uh, but okay, so ADHD, the thing that happened today. So, I actually hired past alumni to be small group mentors in my quilt pattern writing course. And it it was actually awesome. I loved it. I 100% intend to do this moving forward. And now there's more and more alumni. And so I'm just, it's very, very exciting. It was really great for the people who took the course and were in a small group. They had someone who graduated and has started a business and could answer questions. and And it took a little bit off of my plate to where they could have this small, intimate experience where my hand didn't have to be in it. And it was a small group, whereas when we meet, it's a big group. So this allowed some really deep connections with people in the course and with alumni. So anyhow, this was a paid position. And I highly value those alumni who took on this job. And, you know, I was going to say volunteer. No, they're paid. But who took on this position. And... So the course wrapped up and I don't know, we'll say two weeks ago, because everything I'm saying now is two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I told them, okay, I'm going to pay you this week. Literally today, I don't know if it was a box or email. I got a message from someone, a DM. Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't see the payment come through It's probably on my end. I was like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. I didn't pay them. So... Then I'm frantic, like I, I'm not things we're going to talk about coping strategies. Okay. This is what not to do. A things I've learned is to get my employees to do these things for me because they have skill sets that I do not have. So anyhow, then I'm looking, how much did I say I was going to pay them? So this is totally humbling. Please still be my friend and podcast listener. Okay. But this, this is true story. This is like remove the curtains life with Elizabeth. So I'm like, Oh, how much did I say? So I reached out to my assistant who was also a small group leader. And she's like, I don't remember you saying, and I was like, okay, well, I think it was X amount. That's like what I, what I'd pay. So I go and pay everyone and someone else reaches out. She's like, uh, actually you said you're going to pay this, which was more i had said i was going to pay more than what i paid them which looks so bad one it looks like i don't care and i paid you late two it could look like i'm trying to be cheap and not pay you what i said i was going to pay you so i paid them all you know i think my gosh i need to go back and double check so that happened today literally today and i've now been on medication which um Again, I feel very weird talking about all this. I know that some people are like, no, absolutely no medication. Or so I'm saying this in a I hope it's a safe place where you can, I don't know, be supportive of my decisions. But um, Vivance. So I started Vivance and it's 10 milligrams a day. And I definitely have noticed some benefits. One of which is, I mean, I sat down to write a pattern the other day, and I was just so in the zone. The math came easily to me. I was like, wait, what? This is not normal. And even my tech editor, she was like, that was a really well written pattern, like very sound. And I was like, oh my gosh, this medication is amazing. I'm cured. I'm not cured of all the things. It helps. It helps me focus, but I'm still Elizabeth. I still have these things. So things that I've learned that I really have to implement is I have to get help with organization. So for example, right now in my business, I know that this is not the case if you're starting out. This was not the case when I did start out. At this point, I have employees. So I, and I have employees who have skill sets that are very different from mine. Uh, Like my assistant, Jamie, she used to be a CPA. She's very mathematically sound, very organized, very on top of things. I mean... Gosh, I'm so glad for her. But she is someone who, honestly, what I need to do next time is say, here's how much we're paying them. This is the date. Do whatever you need to do. Create a spreadsheet. Do what you need to do and pay them on this day. Honestly, next year, I'm like, let me just pay them at the beginning of the course because I, heaven forbid, I forget again. Uh, But learning how to get some strategies. So another one is using apps to automate things i mean automation is huge i the more i can just automate it takes out the human error if i could i mean i was even thinking in gusto it's a a way to pay your employees which i'm not really going to set all those people up as employees because they're contract workers but if i could just go in and set it up where it automatically pays them on this day maybe paypal will introduce that feature where you can set up a payment to be scheduled does it have that feature It should, if it doesn't see, there goes my creative brain going, 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 but, uh, yeah, just finding ways to cope saying, okay, this clearly didn't work for me and not just this one time, but that's, that's something I struggle with. So what are some solutions that I can do to help with that? So some other traits that people have that have ADHD inattentive, they're very creative. Think outside the box come up with solutions. So again, I thought this was like a cool thing about Elizabeth. You know, I, in the quilting atmosphere, I hired someone once to make a quilt for me. This was years ago. And I don't know, we'll say half square triangle. There was a half square triangle and they were like, I ran out of fabric. I don't have enough. I'm not gonna be able to finish. And I was like, well, wait, look at these scraps over here. I know it's going to have a seam in it, but if you sew it together." And I don't remember why it was so frantic, like it had to get done and it wasn't easy to find the fabric, something. But I was like, no, we can make, we can make a block with that fabric. It's going to be a little scrappy. And if people look close, they'll see that seam on the half square triangle, but we, let's do that. She was like, oh, no, I wouldn't have thought of that. And it was the first time, I don't know that I can recall, probably not the first time ever, but I was like, huh, it seems rather obvious that you would just figure out a way to make it work. You know, like there there's always a solution. I do remember growing up as a kid, my mom getting so frustrated because I'd be like, no, we can make it work. And she's like, no, the answer is just no. And I was like, but no, I can figure out a solution. And because I wanted the thing, you know, probably to go to a friend's house or who knows what, but I was like, oh, I'll get a solution. So that that's a trait that I say is positive that you can think creatively. I mean, The ideas aren't the problem. You know, if you're a creative entrepreneur, especially with ADHD, the ideas aren't the problem. It's narrowing those down and focusing. And then another trait is always searching for better ways to do things, how to be more efficient. It's almost like an engineer type of a mind. So that was fun to hear. I'm like, oh, I do have an engineer mind, a creative ADHD one at that, but I do. New ideas. Uh, another trait is mental boredom. Boredom is like kryptonite for our ADHDers. Um, it, we hate it. We avoid it. Mentally, we will check out. We will interrupt people. If someone's speaking and they're taking a long time and you know what the point is, it's very tempting to be like, yep, got it. Okay, let's move on. Or like answer the question and let's get to the point, you know. Um, this also, though, can be a very positive skill while well, annoying socially. And there are actually sometimes some social skills that are lacking with ADHD. I could be totally blind to this. I feel like I don't totally, I, I don't know. I don't feel like I have that, but, <laughs> but another thing is ADHD people are not super self-aware. So who knows? Maybe that is something. And all of you listening are like, actually, Elizabeth, that is something you struggle with. But, um, Anyhow, so interrupting people, boredom. But yes, so this actually can be a positive. So for example, I love to teach, which ADHD people tend to make good teachers. And I think it's because of this reason that boredom is a no-no. Like we are going to get straight down to the facts, cut out the fluff and get down to the meat of it. I mean, I'd like to think that my podcast is kind of that way. Like one thing that would just pains me is listening to a podcast. And I'm like, what is the point? Like get to the meat of it. I want to know the facts. What is the takeaway? What can I implement to make a difference? So that I feel like can be a big benefit as a business owner, as an educator that you are going to get down to the point and let people know this is what my product does. This is how it will change your life. This is why you need it. Um, So that can be, can be great. And then again, the hyper focus on things that you find interesting. So that is going to be your customers, hopefully, where you're obsessing about how can I make this better for them? How can I help them have success? How can I, you know, just that obsession over this thing that you find interesting. So, you know, just to to remind you again, this is this is a look at ADHD, both, you know, the ugly truths in my life but also how it actually has really helped me to grow my business. I mean, I I think my husband, too, was shocked when this business kind of stuck because I've been a hopper. I hopped from thing to thing. When we first got married, I worked at Anthropology while I was student teaching. And then I taught swim lessons at the YMCA because... Someone told me that'd be great. And I was bored in the summer. Heaven forbid I'm bored. No, no. I always had some kind of job. I started my own tutoring business. Oh, what else have I done just since being married? Like, if you go back to since my teenage years, I mean, I have always had a job, always had a job. And and generally, when I have a job, I go into it thinking, especially as an adult, how could I own my own company and run it more efficiently. I mean, <laughs> I went to Little Caesars the other day and it's hot and ready, you know, and it was not hot and it was not ready. And I was sitting there like, if I could just manage this store for two days, and it's not coming from a place of like, I'm so great, but honestly, my wheels are going. And it's like, I, okay, we could I, I'm just standing here as a customer and I can see this, this, and this. And if we did this, and if we had this, like, my mind is going in little Caesars about how to make it more efficient and, and run things. So anyhow, I've always been this, this entrepreneur. I, I went to a writer's conference. I want, I still want to become an author one day, but it was like fiction, um, all the things, photography, oh, blogging. I did fashion blogging. I want to start a makeup line for tweens, like a perfect little kit for tweens that you're just starting out makeup. Here's the basics. Here's what you need, not too much, but just enough. Here's what you use. So all of these ideas and then here I come. <laughs> I've never quilted in my life and I'm like, I'm going to start a subscription box for quilters. And can I borrow 5,000 bucks? I mean, seriously, bless his heart. And for him to like really, I do remember him saying, "Can you write a formal business plan?" And I was like, "Um, yeah, no. No, I'm not going to do that," <laughs> which I feel like it's the ADHD again, where I'm like, that's nonsense. We're just going to jump in and get this going. Like, let's get this party started. What's this business plan nonsense that you're talking about? Um, But it has fed my creativity, obsession, hyper focus. It's really fed all the facets of my, dare I say, personality, personality. ADHD, like I said, I don't know where the line is. I don't know where it starts and where I begin. So um, uh, we'll see as I navigate through this. And and the emotions are still up and down where I'm like, yeah, that's right. ADHD is a superpower. And then I'm like, no, it's not. It sucks. I'm so sick of this. It's actually embarrassing. Like, pull yourself together, Elizabeth. Be an adult. Um, and then sometimes I'll see people in the quilting community who are just very engineer and so put together and I, I mean, I say this, uh, I don't know, but I feel like sometimes they look at my work or what I do and they're like, what in the, who do you think you are going all crazy all over the place, like offering this and that. And so, you know, I sometimes can get a little insecure about how I jump into things, especially when, oh, sure enough. Yeah. There's a a lot of spelling errors right there, or, you know, it's. So I guess I, I'd like to think that I am aware of, you know, my defaults, but they don't stop me. Heavens no. Um, in fact, I, I don't know if this is ADHD or me. Uh, I'm very curious to find out. But that competition where if someone, and I've mentioned that before too, but if someone tells me like, no, or like if I can sense that someone is doubting my capabilities, I am dead set to prove that, oh no, I will and not just will, but like, I will succeed. Um, so that's, that's been an interesting thing that, that I didn't know I had till, till I started this business, but maybe I did. I don't know. Anyhow. So to be clear, ADHD is, it's not this glamorous, like, oh, it's the superpower for entrepreneurs. And if you don't have it, you can't be successful. And if you do, you will. It's not that, but just with anything in life. There are pros and cons, there's ups and downs, and it's what you choose to focus on. I mean, if I were to just mope around all day that, oh my gosh, I forgot to pay these people and just not pick myself up. I mean, that could be the end of me, you know, but it's not, you just, you have to pick yourself back up, whatever it might be, whether it's health, mental issues, home life, you know, people in your life, maybe personal issues, Whatever it might be, there is a way to frame it differently and to look at it as a positive. I mean, you saw with me earlier, what was it? Um, Let me turn my page over here. Oh, the attention deficit, the not paying attention to details that uh, give it a second thought. And that actually has helped me by being able to, to jump in and do things and not overthink it and not like, I mean, I don't know that I, I hate to put these limiting phrases out there, but. But here we go. I don't know that I have the stamina or the capability to really sit and read through my own work with a fine-tooth comb. If I did, I guarantee the boredom would kick in and I'd be like, and let's skip. Oh, there's the highlight. Okay. That's why I need to hire other people to tech edit and do that fine-tooth comb thing for me. But I can be the, the brains and the visionary and the the dreamer and the impulsive one. And it's been really nice as my business has grown to be able to hire people to bring them on and say, Oh, you have a special set of skills. Okay, does anyone else think of a movie when I say that? What is it? Uh, Taken? Anyhow, special set of skills. They have skills that I don't have. And by the way, that little thing I just did there, I remember going to um, to teach English in China and my roommate one day, I, I did that. I brought up some random like, oh, that reminds me, da, 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 da. And she was like, wait, what? How did you go from what we were talking about to what you just said? And I felt so stupid. Uh, that was the first time someone had pointed it out to me that I do that. Because I do quite often, again, a thing of ADHD, which I don't normally do on the podcast. Can you tell I'm laying my hair down a little bit and like sharing a little bit of this personal journey and experience with you. But um, I came home and one of my best friends, I was like, did you know that I do that? That I, I'm kind of embarrassed. And she's like, I love that about you, Elizabeth. I It's very endearing. And I mean, it makes me a little emotional just thinking about it. Um, but the importance of surrounding yourself with people who love and accept you for who you are, who don't put you down for those limitations. I mean, my heart still aches over the friendship that I lost because of my ADHD and her not understanding that these things that I do are in no way indicative of my love for her. She just couldn't get her head around that. And so sometimes that happens, but to do the best you can to surround yourself with people who see the good in you, who love you for who you are, who can take those things that you struggle with and, and love you in spite of, because of, along with, whatever it might be. But uh, just feel empowered with whatever it is you might be struggling with. And know that if you have ADHD, you are not alone in the entrepreneurial world. It really draws in a lot of people because you get to work on your own schedule. You don't have these outside deadlines that you're not following through on. You know, it's your own, which does lead to its own pros and cons, but it definitely draws in. Uh, the ADHD years. So let me know if you enjoy this episode, if this is something that you want to hear more of, if you would like to have a guest come on the show. I I know I'd personally like to have one of the authors of that ADHD 2.0. So we'll see. I need to start reaching out to these people that I keep mentioning that I want to have on the podcast. Let's see if we can get them on the show. Uh, and then as I mentioned at the very beginning, some of my health things, if you are at all interested in hearing about the anti-inflammatory diet, um, working with health stuff. I mean, it's funny I say this, it can always be worse, but I, I can at least speak to what I've experienced. So if, and I've talked about it a little before, we've had a few people in the past come on and talk about working with illness. Uh, and I do know that there was kind of an interest in that. So let me know if the anti-inflammatory, anti-inflammation diet is something that you're interested in hearing. It'll be a while because I want to like live it and do it and see the effects of it. Um, but let me know. And yeah, if this has resonated with you or if you know someone who has ADHD and struggles with that, however that might look, please share this podcast episode with them. There is no need to go through these things alone. There are Many of us out there, and I know sometimes people are like, oh, it's over-diagnosed or people use it as an excuse. Just, uh, I guess, an invitation to be very careful with that because it's really hurtful and damaging when someone does sincerely struggle with something and to have people tell them that it's an excuse that they're using. Um, it's already hard and embarrassing enough to to deal with these things that just look like Oh, come on, grow up, you know, pull yourself together. Um, but then to have people feel that, that, that it's not real um, can be really hard. So I guess just for all of us, some empathy that we just never know what someone else is going through. And we can always extend a little bit more love, a little bit more compassion to ourselves and to those around us. So thank you so much for being here this week on the craft to career podcast. I will be back next Friday with a brand new episode. If you have not left a review for the podcast, I would love for you to do that. Just take a second, go down, push one of the, you know, star reviews. And if you can write up a review, even better. And one thing I am thinking of implementing and hope to start recording soon is a mindset Monday, and it might not come for a while because I want to record like a lot, but I think I am going to start, and when I say this, you guys, if you know me well enough, you know the ADHD in me or whatever, the impulsivity, it's going to happen. So, Monday Mindset. I Every Friday, you get this big podcast that's like business, takeaway type of a thing. But I want to be with you Monday mornings with a little pick me up mindset, some way to work on your mindset for the week. So short, we're talking a couple of minutes, but just pop in, say hi and give you a little pick me up for your mindset. So that be watching for that on the podcast sometime in 2023, it will be coming. So I'm excited to bring that to you next year at some point. I will stay very non-committal with that date, uh, because I know myself. But but it will be coming. So again, thank you so much for being here. I will see you next Friday right here on the Crafty Career Podcast. Have a great week.